This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to another great episode of Above Grade. I have one of my favorite people in here. I refer to him as Mr. Wright, and this is Mr. Jim Wright, and he's with Residential Design Solutions. Uh, Jim and I have been... We've been friends for quite some time now, yeah. and uh, we've uh, originally met through Nary, which you've heard us talk about quite a bit on Above Grade, and uh, we serve again. We're kind of yes. rekindled spirits on uh, on the board of Nary. Round two. Round two, yes. <laughs> uh, many years ago, back in 2008, 9, 10, somewhere in that area, yeah. uh, we served on the board, and now we're doing I've it all over track. Yeah, it's it's not hard to do. Yeah. Uh, time flies, doesn't right. it? Right. Uh, but we're we're the band is back together, so to speak, at Nary. Sure. A lot of us old spirits are there again, and um, it was it was really nice getting to know you then through Nary, but also learning about the skill set that you have and the talent and the business that you have that I want to introduce you all to today. I'm sure you've you've seen their signs around town, and you've probably even seen Jim as well. Uh, but residential design solutions. Uh, you started that company. Give us a little history on it because it's been well, quite some time. Right, we started the business in '88, April 1st. So I figured if April it didn't Fool's work Day. out. <laughs> it didn't work out. We were all set. But, but uh, yeah, April 1st, 1988. So it's been 32 years, um, and you know we've grown from one man shop to eight of us, and and today we're kind of a blended group where we've got some folks that are working remotely and some folks in the mm-hmm. office, and so you know we've adjusted to the whole COVID problem and yeah. uh tried to make that all work so so yeah there's we we've grown and thankfully yeah. we've been able to do some some nice work for folks yeah so. you sure have you've got you've got quite a quite a quite a lot of examples of projects you've done from new builds to remodeled projects right um and and primarily in central ohio is that correct yes. or have you expanded yeah. outside there yeah we do a little work here and there yeah. when people live here and want to do something someplace else but most of the time it's just central ohio area mm-hmm. so and that's been with the growth in central ohio that's been more than enough so yeah so you mentioned something everybody's kind of it's front and center to everybody right now and that's covid right um how has covid impacted you or have you seen it in a an adjustment in the way you do business other than a few remote workers well there there is an adjustment obviously when we have a meeting we're we're all masked up so mm-hmm. we're we're uh you know being as careful as we can be uh but other than that, everybody seems to be wanting to move ahead and yeah. put this behind us as much as possible. Be careful, full speed forward. So, so do you feel like your business has increased since? Uh, yes, since COVID. Yes. Yeah. We we went about six weeks where everybody was very tentative and yeah. business slowed down, and yeah. then it's like somebody turned on a water main. It's yeah. been <laughs> just insane. Which is, I mean, I'm not complaining, you know, yeah. but I'm. I'm complaining a little bit because we're very busy. Yeah. But uh, everybody's tired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everybody's tired. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've noticed the same thing. How, yeah. how about the nature of the project? Have you have you noticed any of them? Uh, the designs more catering to people uh, working out of their homes or um, having to entertain with more open spaces or well, with COVID I, in mind? Or is we're it? we're doing a lot of uh, a lot of remodeling as opposed to new homes. I mean, mm-hmm. we, the mix is probably 65, 35. Okay. So uh, 65% of our work being remodeling. We're doing a lot of screen porches, outdoor living, covered porches, uh, lower level finishes, mm-hmm. basement, you know, uh, uh, garage additions that tie into outdoor living or, 
you know, so things that people are really concentrating on how they're going to live in their home and how they want to adjust how they're living now. So mm-hmm. uh, in, in addition to kitchens and additions and things like that. So yeah. Baths. So you traditionally have homeowners um, hire you to develop plans. Is that correct? And then how typically. do you facilitate the construction side of it? Well, typically... Uh, my clients come to me through their builders and remodelers. Mm -hmm. So we've focused our business on building relationships with folks like you and and other other builders and remodelers so that when somebody comes to them and they need plans, they refer them to to us. Mm -hmm. We end up contracting with the client directly, but during the process, the builder's sitting there third chair so that we can explore design ideas. The builder Mm -hmm. can put dollars to it so we don't get too far out of scope right uh because we can come up with very creative ideas but we're going to show you one (laughs) but if it's if it's not within the budget we're wasting everybody's time so the idea is to focus it and and the process is such that we start with an initial conversation and then we'll put together a set of design sketches for them that are going to be a conceptual starting point yeah that that then you can put some ballpark numbers to. Eh, I think you're between here and here. Yeah. And then we know, all right, we need to dial it back. We've got more money to spend, which is never the case, by the way. So, uh, so In so reality, we, it's not. Sometimes right. what comes across the lips is different. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, uh, but we're doing that reality check early in the process. So. Well, let's, uh, let's share with folks one you and I worked on. Because sure. Because we, had, a, we sure. had an exciting project that got, right. got legs that ran a little too long uh, for the project, <laughs> unfortunately. But it was a great, it was a great uh, yeah. project for us to look at. Now, what you probably can't see uh, is the detail of this plan, but um, this was an old home, um, had some old, old historical character to right. it, a, a, a portion that was an old hunting log cabin, um, and it was built in the mid-1800s, and then there were additions done off of that uh, over all of the decades that followed um, that made it a very interesting home. Now, this was located um, down in the Pickerington area. Right. And uh, uh, or Reynoldsburg, one of those. Uh, I guess it's Pickerington is is the area that it was, and it was back on a lot of acreage, about 19 acres, and it sat up on a on a the edge of a ravine. Yeah, had just a stunning view of a creek that ran down below. Uh, it was a really nice opportunity mm-hmm. uh, for a home to get remodeled. Yeah. And, Fabulous site. Yeah, and so. Uh, the the site was breathtaking, and the the existing home was breathtaking the opposite way. Uh, <laughs> it needed updated a little. <laughs> it was very tired, but yeah. but uh, it was again, it was the location, the piece of property yeah. that was worth doing something yeah. with. So yeah, and and part of this exploration resulted in the structure was ultimately torn down, and there was a new build that went yeah. into the place. But uh, much to our chagrin, yeah. we still went through the process and. The, the shift in design in which we really enjoyed working on this, or at least I'm speaking for myself because I yep. really enjoyed developing this, was a, a, a very contemporary structure that utilized some of that old historical character. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the out exterior rendering, and this is uh, something Jim had put together in that, that early stage mm-hmm. of conception of this is what we're thinking. And uh, this was really a derivative of client communication of saying, here's what we're thinking, here's some inspirational photos, and uh, this is what we kind of came up with. Yeah. And the, the clients wanted something contemporary, metal mm-hmm. roof, uh, single slope pitches, you know, something, inspiration photos that we worked from. 
uh, and the core of the house, the, the simple gable that you see in the middle, is part of that original structure. Right. Uh, and and Bryce came up with the idea of orienting the new living room so that it has the view of a bridge that was way down uh, across mm-hmm. the creek, which was a really neat detail. So we we set the new great room up so it had that long long, long axis view. view, and it really, I thought it was a stunning plan. But I think, yeah. For multiple reasons, they didn't choose to pursue it. But it was a great opportunity for us to work together and to come up with some really neat ideas. And I just, uh, I, like you, were disappointed they didn't go forward. Yeah, I know. It was a heartbreaker for sure. uh, But it was a good good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. I I think some of the interesting detail, that gable uh, that that you see on that image, if you're looking at it again, is, is the backside of that old historical cabin structure. Um, and then what you see to the right is that family room uh, that was extended out, and it's actually floating in space, yeah. uh, which was really the very chimney cool. Anchors yeah, the so, chimney yeah. anchors it, and the and the the ceiling slopes up. Uh, so it, we had the little trick that Frank Frank Lloyd used to use is compression and then expansion. Yeah. When you come in, you feel like you're compressed into an area, and as soon as you go through a doorway, it would release you um, in the, into those views. So and that was mostly to make the roof work. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it was, and so and yeah. And so we just told him Frank Lloyd Wright would have done it this way too. So uh, so it bode well for for all of us. Yeah. And then we developed some renderings of it to show the property. And there's some old pictures of of the home there yeah. on the right. And then you have um, that view of that home sitting up on the ravine, and the view up to the old house on the right hand side, the original home. Right. And then what it would look like from it really the gives ravine. you a good view of. of you know what you would be looking back at at the house, the new yeah. house. So. Yeah, it was it was really spectacular. And here's here's just kind of a zoomed in view of the back of the home. So just like you said, the single sloping roofs, right. um, just to really um, make it a contemporary home. And, and, and every, this whole side would be overlooking the ravine and the mm-hmm. the water there and so forth. So yeah, it would uh, it have really opened up and. Yeah, it had outdoor fireplaces and yeah. the, the yeah. balcony that was out there that o- would overlook the ravine. Yeah. and Lower level living. and Yeah, it was kind of awesome. It was awesome. But, <laughs> but By yeah. our own admission, dun, dun, right? Dun. Yeah, yeah, by our own admission. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. So, and was is the key word um, in design, and that happens. You know, it's part of the, the world yeah. we live in sometimes yeah. is that, you know, you're, you're working in collaboration with the homeowner, I think, and we were working in collaboration with one another and, mm-hmm. and really checking a lot of the boxes. And as we communicated, your budget's ne- going to need to climb, um, and there's yeah. the, okay, that's fine, that's fine. It did get to a point where it wasn't fine any longer. Right. Uh, but there was still a desire to continue to push things. And, um, you know, it just all of a sudden the, the rails come off the track, but you've yeah. got a, uh, a, a beautiful... Um, uh, a beautiful plan on right. paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's part of the process. You work yeah. through as far as you can, and and reality sets in at some point. And it mm-hmm. just, unfortunately, in this case, it didn't come to fruition. But yep. the next one will. The next one will, and they do. And so let's yeah. let's show the next one. All right, because oh, this okay. is well, this is sure. one that did, and this thing's yeah. fantastic. So this is. A, tell us about this one. Well, this was this was a, a little house these folks wanted to build. <laughs> <laughs> and he had uh, the, the homeowner had some very specific requirements, and they wanted a lot of of round spaces in the house. That was important to them, uh, and they wanted something ultra contemporary, uh, especially for this market. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
we designed and redesigned the foyer multiple times until we got exactly the look he was after. Uh, and that simple foyer you're looking at has mm -hmm. steel columns and all kinds of steel supporting it in order to make it open like that. So uh, the before photos during construction are quite interesting to yeah. see how all yeah. that comes together. But the end result is this very smooth, sleek, contemporary drywall that, uh, that, that gives you a a very sophisticated contemporary look inside. Uh, the exterior of the house is is designed to blend with the neighborhood for the mm -hmm. most part. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not terribly unique, but we do have again the round, the radius ideas in the front entry. It's right. in the front door. It's in the some of the windows, and uh, of course Decking at the rear that, we have yeah. all curved decks in the rear. So that was uh, that was an interesting challenge to do curved exterior stairs, but. Uh, uh, that was uh, again. That was the fun part. I get to draw it on paper, and people like you have to figure out how <laughs> yeah, to build it. Yeah, thank you. So. By the way, yeah, there are times <laughs> so, I go. Yeah. Don't we want to square that? Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes we uh, we get involved in the details, so they make that a little bit easier. But uh, it's a process, you know. So, so uh, but they were adamant about having the circular stairs, the circular balconies. So it was a uh, you know it was a very interesting product, Pro uh, something a little different in terms of what we do around here. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, you know, that's all uh, very contemporary inside. Level 5 drywall finish, which is a super smooth skin yeah. coat, everything. So yep. you get it that kind of very pure, clean uh, drywall. So it's, uh, it's a different challenge. And then you've got thousands of square feet of marble flooring. Yeah. Or I think this was a ceramic, but it looks like a marble. And, uh, of course, you know, because that's a high gloss, everything has to be level perfect sure. anything yeah, that's yeah. out at all the eye sees immediately oh, yeah. so so yeah. the it's quality like workmanship there was just yeah. absolutely outstanding so, yeah. Uh, so so yeah it was a very interesting project and something a little different than than what you see yeah. in central ohio typically so pretty awesome and 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 it works you yes know, i think yeah. that's the thing is it, it works it works yeah. in central ohio it works in that home I, I love the idea that you kept the exterior complementing the neighborhood right um, while going um, off the beaten path yeah. on the interior, right? You know, and that's yeah. uh, I think that's outstanding because so many times you go through a neighborhood and the exterior matches the interior and it doesn't fit a neighborhood. Yeah. And it's not that you don't want to recognize a home, but it can be so extremely different right. that some people would see that as an eyesore. Yeah. Um, especially when it looks like the proximity of the home to the neighbor is relatively close. Right. So, and this was in an architecturally controlled community too, so you don't have the option to go too far off of mainstream. Yeah. You know, with yeah. the exterior. But uh Oh you're you're the guy that could keep it reined in for sure. So <laughs> that's wonderful. Well they they brought us a concept and, and he had uh uh an oval opening that he wanted in the foyer, the curved staircase up and down mm -hmm. and then a curved dome above that with uplighting and so it it turned out to be a, a pretty fabulous project. Yeah. Yeah, well, it certainly is, without question. You've got many others like it, and and this is very different. And speaking of different, this is a little different for above grade, is that we're introducing Ben's favorite part a little early in the show, which is? Is it the tip of the week? It's the tip of the week. Right. Very exciting time right. around here, Jim. Absolutely. It's the tip Let's of the go. week. Every, of the week. Everybody's ready. And well, people right. watch the show just for the tip of the week, so they're on the edge of their chair and they just wait for I'm this on moment. The edge of mine. They don't really care who the guest <laughs> is most of the time. I'm just kidding. They always love the guest. Always love the guest. All right. So all right. here's the here's the tip of the week. All right. It's time for the tip of the week. 
Design arrives in the shape of form and function. The best designs have a balance of form and function that best suits the end user. If you plan to invest in a new custom-built home or a remodeled existing home, aligning yourself with a design team that is driven by form and function will benefit your investment most and give you a long-lasting solution that suits your family best. So that's something, you know, I think so many times I run into this where you can design anything. Right. And how it functions after the fact is sometimes where people say, I wish we would have done that differently because it got to actually live right. with it. Right. And uh, I think when you're really looking at how is it going to work for you and those conversations happen and you try to help people see in that crystal ball a little bit, and this is how life's going to change by right. doing these things, right. that's where it's most helpful to a homeowner. And sometimes they say, oh, well, that's not how we want to experience this. Or I don't really want my husband in the kitchen while I'm cooking. I've enjoyed him not being here. Now right. you mean he'll be in here more? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. If we open it up more and yeah. create a chair there for him by a cooler, it's probably right. going to mean he's <laughs> sitting here more often. So, right. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's part of design is solving uh, solving problems. You know, we're, we're puzzle people. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to help clients solve whatever problem they've got with their home or what they want to achieve with their new home. So mm-hmm. when a client comes to us with a remodel and they want to do X, Y, and Z, they've got a long list of yep. stuff typed up, and then we sit down and we try to work some of that stuff together. But uh, many times the end goal drives the design, not the individual item. So you right. try to get as much right. of those as possible, but sometimes you need to rethink where they're going to achieve their overall goal and then not to make sure that the space flows and isn't cut up because sometimes doing specifically what they ask for will cut mm-hmm. things up a lot and mm-hmm. make it choppy. So you need to, to sometimes you go a step further and say, well, you know, for instance, when we're doing sketches, we, we typically do three levels, which is the first one is here's your very cost-efficient design. Here's the way to, to accomplish what you want yeah. in the square box, simple. The next step is exploring it a little further here's a little farther we can go and the last one may be money's no object you know here's an idea that that if you want to pursue this we can do this and this and and add mm-hmm. this little piece on here and yes i know it's more money but here's what we can do if we do all these things so mm-hmm. that option invariably they don't go all the way to the top but they pick something out of all three of those and we put them together for them so yeah that you have to explore the options and let people make those decisions themselves. Yeah. yeah, I kind of equate it this way, and I say this to every homeowner uh, when I when I meet them, is that it's a process of ruling things in and ruling things out. Right. And exactly. as we go through that, just because I say, have you thought of this, doesn't mean it's a suggestion. But I don't want you sitting here when this thing is over and say, why didn't we think of that? Mm-hmm. Because then I didn't do my job well. Right. So if we... we um, we turn over every stone and try to find exactly what we're what we're doing and things that they haven't even thought of before uh, that we get to see and get to do that other people have enjoyed. Uh, they can rule it out. They have every right to. They don't hurt my feelings when they're like, "Yeah, that's not going to work for us." Yeah, fine. Right. Well, now we know that it won't be here, so we right. just narrowed the focus right. from all the opportunities that lay out there. Uh, we've just narrowed it, which is progress. Right. Yeah, if you don't like something we come up with, we'll come up with something else. You're not going to hurt our feelings. Yeah, you know, it's, it's we're true. here to get you exactly what you want. So. Yeah, I tell her I've been through high school. You're not hurting my feelings anymore. <laughs> That's so right. Those days are over. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> a couple of years back, <laughs> just a few years ago. Yeah. Well, 
That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, well. <laughs> Older, longer for me than you. Oh, Jim's memory. <laughs> well, let's, uh, I want to take people through a little bit of your process because one of the okay. things that I love, it, we already showed you a little bit of with the project we worked on, on the hand drawings. It's kind of a lost right. art, but you guys have that gift still, and it's very important, I think, in, in showing the whimsical side of things as well as the, the fantasy of getting into things, but also the development of what could be. And then it gets even deeper and richer. And this is your team. There's Jim working hard away with a couple people. So kind of tell us how you go about doing that. Well, typically we sit down with a client. You know, if it's a, if it's a remodeling project, we go out to their home and meet with them. Uh, and there's always a certain amount of uh, the rudimentary things, zoning discussions and square footage and, mm-hmm. and budget and, you know, those awful things we have to talk about. But, <laughs> but uh, then we get into the details about what they'd like to achieve, what their end goals are. Uh, how they want to use the space, you know, do we have uh, hobbies we need to address? Mm-hmm. Do you have, uh, you need a space for, you know, whatever it is. So so everybody has different things that they want to do, and, and gee, it'd be nice if, and so we try to work some of those things in too. But the process is we'll, we'll talk about all that, we'll do a proposal, and then we'll sit down and do some sketches. Uh, we'll take... Uh, an as-built drawing of the house that we mm-hmm. put together, and then sit down and do some sketched overlays to come up with some ideas to pursue. And, uh, you know, again, we try to do that, that three-level concept so that we have things to show them. Uh, and, and then we present those. Uh, and the idea is with the sketches that, that they're loose and they're a little artistic and people are not as intimidated by mm-hmm. suggesting changes to a sketch as they are suggested changes to a hard-line plan that's right. out there on a the table. Right. And it's like, oh, that's set. I can't change that. Yeah. So the sketches give them a sense of flexibility, which I think really uh, allows them to participate in the process as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And then, you know, we'll meet with them and, and uh, we'll talk about what we want to change, what we like, what we don't like. Mm-hmm. Can we put this in here? And sometimes you can, sometimes you have to rearrange to do that. And a lot of times we'll sit there in a meeting with some sketch paper and put it over and kind of work it out with them so we get immediate feedback. Yeah. And that, yep. uh, that helps move the process along fairly quickly. Then yeah. we go to the computer and generate the drawings and, mm-hmm. and uh, go through the engineering and all that process. So we're ready for you to take over and do Build the, the thing. construction. Yes. And come back yeah. and say, yeah. What does this mean? Well, we're, we're prepared for phone calls. You know, when, <laughs> yeah, no, when you're remodeling, you open things up to go, oh, I didn't expect it to look yeah. like that. So, yeah, so then we get the it. engineer out there and we work through whatever issues we find. So, uh, yeah. And you and I have probably seen about everything we could see. We have seen, yeah, we have seen just about everything yeah. out there. You, just is, when you think you have. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I have one of those homes. I talk about my home a lot because it was mm. built in 1939, so it's got a lot of things. It was done by a custom builder oh, who, okay. um, when he built it, um, customization was a different word. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of things that you go, wow. It was more non-standard, yeah. customization. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, but it was, uh, at the time, you thought it was really great. I had hardwood oh, yeah. floors in my basement, and they were yeah. nailed to actual joists that were inlaid into concrete. Oh, really? But That's interesting. But in 1939, how much treated lumber was there? None. Right. So <laughs> in a basement set in, yeah. on gravel with right. concrete poured between it, while it sounds great then, uh, you know, 100 years later close yeah. to all that wood 
wood had deteriorated. And right. so I had a floating hardwood floor without a vapor barrier. Mm -hmm. So I had to tear it out and pour a new concrete slab wow. into the grooves where the old wood uh, joists were laid. So a cool idea and concept to right. get hardwood floors in your basement. Right. How luxurious, right? right. <laughs> Oops. But, uh, yeah. but that old growth yeah. lumber from back then survived for much longer than you would expect with lumber today if it's not pressure treated. So. Yes, very good point, but still but, dust. But, yeah, still, still <laughs> rot, rot and gone. Yeah. That floating floor no. was really spongy at one point, wasn't it? <laughs> Mind you, I removed the joists with a vacuum. Uh, <laughs> literally. They were gone. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. I mean, they were just, wow. yeah, literally there was not much there. But I have beautiful pictures of a nice, clean, <laughs> concrete channel. Yeah. You know, it looks like a, you, you know. Put a new pressure-treated, <laughs> no, concrete. Full of great concrete. ideas. Yes, yeah. so, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, nice, pour it with concrete. Nice, nice vinyl product over that, right? Vinyl. I actually, I actually put porcelain wood tile, so it looks oh, like you? a hardwood okay. floor cool. down there, and cool. uh, laid that myself after work every night for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that Lots we've we've seen it all. Yes. Uh, you know, that yep. was something that. Um, um, when you have concrete people out there like, I've never seen anything like this before, <laughs> and I have plumbers out there go, yeah. never seen anything like this before. <laughs> like, aren't you ready to retire? That's what makes <laughs> it fun, like, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm glad I can yeah. provide humor yeah. to so many trades right. uh, with uh, with my home. Uh, but I want to talk about things that aren't funny that are fantastic, and these are some of the projects that you've, you've helped develop the plans and yeah. solutions for. And one of the things that's exciting to me uh, often is I see pictures like this that homeowners bring to us and say, this is what we want to do. Right. in our kitchen but the cool thing is it will never look just like that it'll be yours and it will have its own characteristics to it that make that its own photograph that you won't overlay and say it's the exact same thing they're all different that's the beautiful thing of customization is you can yeah. get inspiration from it but yours is going to be your own ultimately uh, when it's said and done yeah. so this is spectacular I love the combination of colors uh, that was one of the things that stood out when I saw this in particular. I don't know if you recall this project or yes, yeah, yeah. it turned out very nice. It was a, it was a small project that grew mm -hmm. as as they do sometimes. Uh, this was originally a project in a 1970s house uh, that the owner wanted to redo the kitchen, and they had a sunroom that kind of hung off the back of the house, in with a couple of posts, and it was a bit rickety and we were going to rebuild that and mm -hmm. reconfigure a little bit of the first floor. By the time we were done, <laughs> the garage was left standing and one wall in the house and we started over, you know. Yeah. It was just everything had been remodeled and messed up so many times. We had uh, drywall came off of a structural header and the structural header had been cut in half so they could put an electrical oh. wire through. <laughs> so it was it was just there. So so it was. Uh, it turned into a very large project, but it turned out very beautifully. So, and the the builder worked with the homeowner on colors and selections. Mm -hmm. We don't typically get into that, but but the house just came yeah. out fabulous. So. Yeah. And then for everyone who's uh, who's not able to go to the gym, what do you do? Bring it to your home, put right? The gym I in mean, the basement. Yeah. Just put it in the basement. This was a house that had a basement and then a sub basement to allow yeah. for the gym. So. Uh, kind of in the back there, you can kind of see a little opening, and that's the, the lower-level entertainment area that overlooks the gym. So mm -hmm. it's a full half-court, and uh, it was very important for the homeowners to have this. And, and of course, big Buckeye fans, which is yep. always important. So, so uh, it turned out very nice. Uh, a big piece of steel to span that, as you can see where it's dropped. Yeah, you can see right in the middle of the room there. Huge yeah, so piece of steel. But, piece of steel. Uh, 
A uh, couple guys left that into place. I wasn't there that day. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, it was, Jim, can you come out? We need you to put the steel beam yeah. in. <laughs> you and Ben could do yeah, that. Yeah. Big, strong guys. I, I think there was a crane involved in this one. Oh, all right. <laughs> w38 by something. You know, it was a huge piece of steel. So. Yeah. That's, uh, but, yes, that, I mean, when you have these sorts of ideas and thoughts mm-hmm. and, and the budget to support it, then we're able to do some very interesting things. So Yeah. It's exciting to see, you know, a homeowner that, that's very excited when they see it finished to be able to use it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be wonderful to be able to go downstairs. Yeah. It looks like they have the big TV on. No so excuse they can... for not exercising. It's right there in the house. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is very true. That would be a shame to have an excuse for that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's great. You got you got the you can put the game on and right. watch that while you're playing and, and do your own replay, right. uh, do a little training. Like, how do they do that again? Yeah, I like that you have the Ohio State you game on. T- you could attempt the, the, uh, the slam dunk. You know? Yeah, well, I'd low, have to lower, lower that the, a yes, significant exactly. amount or put in a springboard, something yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, and ju- end up in another surgery for me, I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's great. And, well, the one project that you and I worked on together up in Deep Run mm-hmm. where we took the, the ceiling of the garage and made that, yeah. uh, you basketball know, vaulted that inside, so yeah. we could have a basketball yeah. court inside the garage. Uh, that was a, yeah. you know, that was in a terrific project. Pool and the- yeah, a, all did that. Did they do the pool? They remember. did the pool, but they didn't enclose it in the oh, okay. Yeah, right. so they yeah. did They did the pool. Beautiful project. Yeah. I mean, it turned out just outstanding. But, yeah, that was part of it. So they yep. could shoot baskets while they're in the garage out of the rain. Yep. And the garage doors had to actually go up the slope of the roof yeah. uh, on the inside so they yeah. wouldn't be in the way of your, you know, deep three. Yeah, it turned, oh, turned well, nice. Yeah, turned nice, it was nice. So. No uh, hardwood cord in it. You still have a concrete floor, but great place to shoot hoops. Yeah. Without right. a doubt. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's always fun. And then I love this. I just love the detail on that. Old world. It yeah. is old world. Yeah. So that's probably why I like it. That's yeah. the world I come it's, from. Uh, yeah, the client wanted that sort of detail. The inspiration photos and so forth were part of that. So, yeah. so it turned out uh, exceptional. Uh, again, great builder to pull that together. So uh, just mm-hmm. outstanding. Yeah, it's so. beautiful work. Yeah, the execution of it is... is um, as marvelous, oftentimes yes. as the design. I yeah. mean, sometimes you look at that. And you it's go, very easy for us to put that on the paper, but yeah. when, you, when you have to build that, and do you build it in place? Do you build it on the floor? And you know, there's there's a lot of logistics and process to think through for these yeah. things. So uh, to to arrive at the picture you would expect it to see. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I think that's just it, is people are inspired by it. They see it, but they don't have any concept of how it's installed or what it takes to get to this point. Um, What it's fastened to, how many guys it takes, is there scaffolding in the room? You know, there's... There's all a lot of, of scaffolding in this one. Yeah, there would be, and you know, as you, and, and those are all costs. You know, all yeah. those things um, add up. So when someone looks at this and they're like, "I want to do that," and then you tell them what it costs, <laughs> that's why you don't see it a lot. That's right. <laughs> well, maybe we'll just be happy with the beams on the ceiling. Yeah. And, yeah. You know what? We're going to frame that picture and put it in here. Yeah. Uh, that'll yeah. that'll do. Venetian plaster and everything. It yeah. Yeah. It just uh, it adds to the ambiance and the look and the appeal, but there's serious dollars that go with that. Mm-hmm. So so this whole process is a balancing act, you know, between wants and needs and budget and yeah. you know, we try well, to meet them all. And it's always really nice when you do have a homeowner who um, appreciates these types of details right. and right. is agreeable to invest the money in, right. in putting those details into exactly. a home because they do exactly. make a difference and um, they do make a difference in the enjoyment of the use of space for the homeowner right. who's who's doing right. this as well. 
That's what so much of the investment is, is the investment in the family and in their personal interests as well. Uh, Speaking of that, with COVID and uh, the social distancing and everything Mm -hmm. everybody's going through in in bars, probably seeing more of these in-home wine cellars, entertaining areas for themselves. you know, and, and these are beautiful because you've got kind of two approaches to wine cellars as you've got the old world or, you know, older style. And then you've got something that's relatively contemporary. And interesting, the same remodeler did both of these projects. Mm-hmm. But but the one on the left, the homeowner wanted to uh, make their lower level very contemporary. So mm-hmm. we started out, we were going to put a big accordion door in the back wall. And yeah. and that after that got priced, that became a double door. <laughs> you yeah. know how that goes. But, I do. But this was a, a key part of the exercise room, entertainment room, and the bar was a key part of that. So uh, it's got a nice long bar, two level there with all the stools. And then you've got the wine cellar, if you will, which is not terribly deep. It's four yeah. feet deep or it's so. Conservative, yeah. Uh, and you've got door panels, and they all open individually if you want to reach a certain certain bottle. So uh, it, it creates a... A very there's no woman on cables who comes no, down and grabs no, no. your bottle for you. No, mm. no. But uh, you know, it's a very contemporary treatment, a very visual treatment for your wine bottles. Whereas the one on the right is truly the wine cellar look. Yeah, you know the yep. barrel vaulted ceiling mm-hmm. with a with a brick applied to give you that look, and and then the wine cellar on behind. So yep. uh, this was a situation where they had the, the theater room, which is on the right. You can kind of see that a little bit. Uh, was there, and then they redid everything toward the back, and they opened the back wall up to the pool outside mm-hmm. and so forth, mm-hmm. and where it was a single door and a window before they yeah. blew that out and put the big accordion door in and did all that stuff. So, uh, And there's a big bar and so forth, too, with this. But it's just the, the idea of the stone and the brick. It feels like it's an old cellar from, yeah. from 150, 200 years ago, and it, it's the ambiance. And it's the difference. It, it's one client wants the older ambiance, the other ones want to clean contemporary. Mm-hmm. So you have to flex and do, you know, whatever your client wants. Yeah. And speaking of that. And have ideas for both. Yeah. Yeah. Very both true. directions, yeah. Uh, speaking of contemporary, yeah, I mean, so this, this hits first it out of the again. park. Yeah. yeah. And um, is this that first house? Yes, yeah, it's the, the same first house yeah. again, yeah. And it has all the just yeah. tremendous detail on it. And yeah. I love the layers of lighting in it as well, from natural lighting yeah. to just the cove lighting, a little bit of everything it's, going on. Lighting can make a house like this. Mm-hmm. You know, if without with the picture on the left there, without that lighting up in that soffit, uh, you'd have a lot of pin lights, but that kind of creates a glow for the ceiling, and it's, yeah. it's a beautiful look. So, so, yeah, the layers of lighting. Lighting is a very important part of what we design uh, in, in terms of use and, and Ultimately, can I see on the surface I'm trying to do something on? Mm-hmm. But, but a lot of lighting is ambient and, and uh, uh, just mood lighting, if you will. So, yeah. And then there's task lighting. So, yeah. yeah, well, and you look at the chandelier in the entry hall there, and you almost feel like you pick the chandelier and then you design the entry hall around it. I mean, it's so Well, I think that might have been the case here. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. He had something in mind, but... Uh, but that, yeah, the, so you've got the oval, you've got above the oval, then that you can just barely see is a, mm-hmm. a dome ceiling above that. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, it was a unique opportunity for Columbus because we don't yeah. get to do many contemporary interiors. Right. And this was truly, and you could see a lot of custom furniture for that too that matched, the, again, the radius concept around right. the softness of that that they carried throughout the house. Let's go uh, pick that up at Value City. 
perhaps I'm not familiar with, <laughs> with their inventory, but <laughs> I'm not sure Maybe it's not. readily available. So. Yeah, not sure. Yes. Uh, well, very good. Well, very good. Well, Jim, it's been great having you in. Tell it's been us, a pleasure. Uh, yeah, thank you. And learning more about residential design solutions and always seeing the projects you're working on. It's exciting. And I think you have the best of all worlds. You get to work with so many talented builders, mm -hmm. not just be one of them, right. uh, but you get to see a lot of the um, requests that come in to different builders that then get filtered through you, and, and you always do a beautiful job of producing Thank results you. and when Thank we've you. partnered on projects it's always been uh, it's always we it's try. always been great we yeah, try it's always been great and i'd like to do more oh i so would too I would if, too. if you like what's going on here folks <laughs> absolutely you just give us a absolutely. call and we'll get your project done for you we've yep. got a lot of good opportunities uh, uh to to work in this market there's uh, this year has just been spectacular as you said and yep. it doesn't show any signs of slowing right. down which is just dandy for us Right. And uh, we hope to see you. So Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Enjoy being able to, to share some ideas with everybody. So Absolutely. Thank and if someone much. needs to reach out to you or wants to talk to you about plans, how do they do that? You've got your location there on, uh, on Flint Road. Yes. And that's the number they should call, 614-430-0027. Yes. You know, I referred to Flint Road because I couldn't remember the name of it for years when I first moved here as Sneaky Cut-Through because <laughs> it was that, that little road you cut through yeah. to get up to Polaris. Yeah, it's the back uh, outlet out of Polaris, yeah. and the traffic at 5 o'clock shows that usually. Yes, right so now, Sneaky Cut-Through, uh, 7844 Sneaky Cut-Through, also known as Flint Road. Right, so. and you can find us on the web also, obviously. So. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Well, thanks again, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to Above Grade or watching with us on YouTube and, uh, and hanging in here to the bitter end to hear about everything that we have to talk about. Hope you enjoy it. If there's a topic you'd like to hear about, you'd like to send that to me, go to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com and shoot me a point of interest that you'd like to hear about. If you don't do that, that's fine. Just keep tuning in and watching us, and we hope to see you next week. So I'm Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown for Above Grade, wishing you a great week to build from. Foxland Media. Think big.